0: Welcome to Co-Designed, a podcast looking at teaching, learning, and the student experience on the Manchester campus of Southern New Hampshire University. Co-Designed is brought to you by the Center for Teaching and Learning. For more information or for any questions, please contact Lynn Murray Chandler at ctl.snhu.edu. Today's original co-designed theme music is Chill Vibe, an original composition written and recorded by Madison Blazjowski, a sport management major from Old Weathersfield, Connecticut. This is the Pent Ultimate episode of Co-Designed for the Spring 2023 semester, and features an interview with Christine Kuhnin and Sal Saya. Of the SNHU Makerspace, located in the campus library of Southern New Hampshire University in Manchester, New Hampshire. Welcome to another episode of Co Design, a podcast looking at the experience on campus of students, faculty, and staff. Today I'm with Christine Keenan and Sal Saya of the Makerspace. What's the Makerspace?
1: Makerspace is a great
0: fun community
1: um, space where you can come and try a lot of creative, uh, build your creative muscles. You can work on uh, personal projects, academic projects, students, staff, and um, faculty are welcome to learn how to laser engrave, uh, create their own swag, and you never know what kind of project is going to come in through the door.
0: Yeah, hearing that description, it sounds to me like it's almost this giant arts and crafts room. I, I picture the art room that, that we had <laughs> at my high school. I, I mean, am I, how off
2: am I? It takes it one step further. So we do have like the general arts and crafts supplies where we have like the papers, the scissors, the colored pencils, the markers. But then we also have some really cool innovative technology, like Christine said, the 3D printers, the laser engravers, the Cricut machines. So
0: it takes your creativity to the next level, in my opinion. Okay, so here's the big question. Where is it? How do students find it? So, Makerspace,
1: it's called the Innovation Lab and Makerspace is on the first floor in the Wallach Learning Commons. Um, Otherwise
0: known as the SNU Library? (laughs) That would be the same one. That's it. Okay.
1: And uh, and we're open Monday through Friday from 10 to 6, unless the library alters the... um, hours in their Like building. those
0: snow days that we had this semester. Yes. We'll have a good snow day.
1: I'm talking about an arts and crafts place. <laughs> Sometimes I think people uh, minimize what goes on in the space because we do have low fidelity mm-hmm. tools like markers and colored pencils and wonder well this is a college why are we doing that? It's the activities in the community that that are all around those items. Um, for instance, Layla Sammy has um, used this space quite extensively uh, in her entrepreneurship program, uh, as does Sophia Kustis where they are coming in and they're team building. We have a suite of rooms for the makerspace. We have Room 106, which is the classroom, where there are 16 write-on tables where people can uh, collaborate and brainstorm and then move right on to creating. Then we have uh, a fabrication area that holds our laser engraver and a paint bar. The paint bar has been a great addition since we reopened campus uh, coming back from uh, being closed. And it's just a nice wellness area. People can come and sit and interact um, on whatever level they want. So they can just sit quietly, work on a little canvas, set it aside, come back, but they're still in the space. And then we have the next um, area that used to hold all of the game art computers, but now that game art has moved farther uh, into their own uh, studio space, those uh, computers have been relocated elsewhere in the library, and now it's a dedicated uh, gathering space. So we really envision um, clubs and faculty to, to come in and do lunch and learns in this area, we're referring to it as the gathering space. So we have the gathering space where ideation can go on. There's uh, right on walls in this. Uh, We have another TV to do presentations. Uh, And then the last room is the room that we're currently in is the studio. The studio houses podcasting equipment, wall-mounted photography backdrops, um, recently added VR um, Oculus 2 headsets, Um, If anyone just wants to interact with the technology. So we're like a creative smorgasbord, (laughs) you know, so people can come in and try different things. Then they know whether they want to pursue more. We work a lot with other organizations across campus. We're interdisciplinary, so we, we partner with just about anyone. So anyone listening to this, if you haven't partnered with me yet, I've got something for you, so... You know, I'm wondering
0: from a student perspective, especially as you get later into a semester, so many students are so stressed out Mm -hmm. and bogged down with work. And, you know, we keep hearing about mental health being an issue. It sounds to me like this is a great outlet for students to come in and just have a release or chill or just, you know, a nice distraction from whatever it is that's bothering them. It sounds like just a great relaxation environment.
2: It really is because you don't need to do The higher-end machines, like the laser engraver or the 3D printer, you can just chill out, draw on a table. You can draw on a piece of paper. You can paint. It is a really nice place to just relax and unwind if you need to.
0: Okay, so now you got me wound up a little bit. Laser printers (laughs) and engravers and things. Talk to me about that. What kind of (laughs) projects are people doing in here? What's what's the coolest project you've seen someone come in and do?
2: That's a tough one we see a lot i mean i'm a sucker for a good laser engraver project yeah. i love the laser engraver it is my favorite piece of technology throughout the entire makerspace, just because i don't have one at home mm-hmm. i have a 3d printer i have a cricket a laser engraver is a very large expensive piece of technology that isn't readily available for most people so the fact that we have one on campus people do amazing things we just had a student earlier that was engraving a paddle for his fraternity brother and he engraved both sides i think he's even going to paint it afterwards so it's just it's a cool way to personalize different objects that you can buy
1: just five minutes ago had a a sorority group sorority come in uh, to see how they can engrave some glasses for their for their sisters Mm -hmm. the coolest part we've seen a lot more this year is the is the community building so the goal is to have the peer-to-peer sharing and um, collaboration. So somebody might not have a fully developed idea, and they sit down, and you know they hear people kicking around ideas, and you know it's taken a village. So they mm-hmm. all kind of contribute. Somebody was working on a game yesterday, and they, they throw out what their premise was, and people might you know throw out suggestions, and um, it kind of builds that way. We had the women's uh, tennis team come in and create t-shirts for their entire team You know, a lot of clubs can buy shirts but they can't personalize them personalize them so they might come in and then just personalize them well then the women's uh, tennis team taught the men's tennis team mm-hmm. how to make shirts so you know it's more than just using these low fidelity technologies but it's the the collaboration the teamwork that goes around them so you know To think of it as arts and crafts, sometimes it's a little cringy because people don't understand that's just the tool Mm -hmm. to bring people together. It's not so much what they're doing as how they're doing it together.
0: So it sounds like some great clubs and organizations and extracurricular type of activities. Have any professors started to integrate the makerspace into some of their class projects or are there some academic components? that you can partner with professors with to help them out in their classes.
2: Oh yeah, I think that is the best way that we get exposure in the Makerspace is students coming in with a class. So we're trying to get professors to introduce their students (laughs) to the Makerspace as early as possible in their SNU career. So our ideal goal, I'll say, would be for a freshman class to come in and even just hold our traditional class just in the Makerspace, because that's really all it takes. And then from there, the students are like, oh, there's a laser engraver. Oh, there's paints. I'm going to come back in a week and keep on working on my project.
0: That almost sounds like a great icebreaker for maybe early in the semester, particularly with a freshman class, Mm -hmm. where they're first getting used to being away from home. It's Mm -hmm. their first time at college, and they're still learning how to be college students. They may be a little shy. I wonder if they'd open up more and get more engaged with an opportunity like the Makerspace to, to just open them up a little bit and take away some of that risk.
1: And it gives them an an opportunity to commune with like-minded people, you know, that come in and want to work on something creative. There's a, one student who's been diligently working on a character, and I don't know what is the name of that oh. character.
2: <laughs> Doctor Doofensmarts from Phineas From Phineas and Fur. Yes. Know she, him well. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> she's come in for weeks now. She she built the structure uh, out of cardboard, covered it with uh, EVA foam. Now she's painting it.
0: Um, she's going to it's wear it.
1: really
2: It's a giant creative. head.
1: <laughs> so to say what happens here, you just don't know. So Boy, we and have
0: th- to do fischmerz <laughs> and,
1: and believe it or not, that's, that's tied to a class.
0: Wow. Um, what class is it tied to?
2: I think it's actually for the Humanities Festival. Yeah, she's presenting yeah. it in the Humanities Festival. And that's coming up soon in April.
1: hmm um, You asked about other classes. Layla Sammy... Um, uh, did this last year and she's bringing another class to do it this year called um, The Happiness Project. So last year it was called Happiness in 21. Happy in 21, yeah. Yeah, so the premise is to how do you encourage people to create a new habit in 21 days and trying to spread happiness. So they came in and um, gathered branches from outside, constructed them into a tree, um, and I think that that's a simple, task, but there were six of them trying to agree and figure out how to put branches together and build this tree. Then you had another student that was learning how to use the Cricut, which is an electronic die-cutting machine, and they cut leaves and put uh, strings on them so that students could put positive affirmations on these trees. Um, And then they take it a step farther and they say, oh, well how do we promote it was a social media campaign how do we promote this well let's make some stickers so they all another group had to design a sticker well now that you've designed a sticker what else can we do with that design and they made buttons pass the buttons out well hey what's the motivation to do this well we should have prizes so then they take the designs that they made and put them on bags Mm -hmm. so we have low fidelity things but it all tied together and this class worked for six weeks on developing all of these things
0: it, it almost sounds like the only thing you really need is your imagination and, and it. it's going to work mm-hmm. so if i'm a student and i have an hour or two between classes can i just walk into the makerspace and start something or do i need an appointment as
2: long as the doors are open you are welcome to come in so we do hold classes in the makerspace, so if there's a class coming, that might not be the best opportunity to you know sit down in the middle of the class. But we'll you know we'll close the door, we'll put a sign on the door saying come back in 30 minutes. But yeah, you can start a project that's five minutes long, finish in that five minutes. You could stay in the makerspace all day if you wanted to. We've literally had students stay in from 10 o'clock till like 4 o'clock in the afternoon and work straight through the day. Sounds like a fun way to spend a day. It's an amazing way to spend the day. You know,
1: I invite any um, staff or faculty to come and just park park in the space with their laptop and just mm-hmm. kind of watch what, what goes on. Oftentimes when um, somebody schedules a class to come in, it is overwhelming because it's just like you know, taking somebody to a candy store and saying right. you can pick one candy so having that initial visit where we explain what resources are available to them then they kind of think about how they are going to interpret whatever assignment that the um, instructor has in mind and we are happy to to um, work with any instructors that that feel that they like to do something but aren't quite sure how to tie it into what we have Uh, we, we will definitely find something Mm -hmm.
0: so you had mentioned earlier the one of the fraternities building the pledge paddles and Mm -hmm. one of the sororities engraving glasses how is that funded do do the students bring in their own raw materials and fund that or or is that some of the cost yeah how how is the makerspace
2: funded a little bit of both so with the laser engraving i'll use that as an example if you want to engrave on a cutting board you would bring your own cutting board in if you wanted to engrave on a paddle, you'd bring your own paddle in. Uh, we just don't have a place to stock everything like that, so with stuff like that or even the glasses, you'll bring in your own thing like that. But let's say you wanted to 3D print a little figure. We have the filament that you can use. Or if you are getting started with the Cricut, we have some vinyl to get you familiar with the machine. It's really when the projects go larger that we'd be like, okay, all right, you might need to bring in your own, um, your own supplies for that just so that we have enough to
0: cater to the entire space. And do you instruct the students on how to do it? I, I mean, I'm just trying to imagine. <laughs> I would love to engrave a beer glass. Right. Sorry for those of you under 21. <laughs> I would love to engrave a juice glass. <laughs> and I would have no clue. How, I've got no artistic mm-hmm. ability whatsoever. How, how would you wa- work if, with someone like believe, me who's clueless? We don't
1: believe that for a minute. <laughs> Everyone is inherently creative. You just one either or one haven't worked with any different materials and you know you think it's hands-off but that is the purpose of this space it's to not come in with the intention that you are making something and you're walking out you know it's a no-fail zone you, you come in and you try something and you hear people go oh that wasn't how I was thinking it would come out all right well here's where we build those iteration muscles like okay well what are you gonna do different and let's mm-hmm. try it again The consumables that we have in the space are not that expensive so that we do encourage people to to keep going until they build their creative muscles to try other things and guaranteed when they come in, you know, they may initially come in sheepishly saying, I'm not creative, but I'd like to make a sticker, you know, that's a pretty low risk item there. It's like, you know, and to encourage someone to say, well, how can you mess up a sticker? It's a sticker. And then, oh, you made, you've already made that design on a sticker. You know you can put that sticker on a button. Oh, cool. All right. Hey, you've already designed that on Canva. You know you can put that, engrave that on, on the laser engraver. So the, the steps to, to introducing other technology is pretty fun. So this podcasting was something that we added this year. We try to be as student responsive as we can. So if somebody comes with a great idea that, you know, hey, I'd really like to try that. Well, chances are they're not the only ones that want to try that. So, we encourage everybody to just come, come down, tell us about your project. We're we're consultants.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we're not so you will counsel them or lead them through. Of course, we're always I'm, here to help out with the yeah, equipment. We step them through the way. Yeah. Okay, so you don't assume any knowledge on their part already. There's no now pre no pre right? no, no knowledge required. No, none at all.
1: This space is. We want to make it uh, accessible to everyone and want to make sure that everybody feels welcome. So as we identify barriers, mm-hmm. we do our best to, you know, acknowledge them and uh, remove them because we want everybody to give this a try. We're going to, um, hopefully next year, we're set to work with the orientation and hopefully not have any other sad seniors that leave this campus saying, oh, I wish I had known earlier.
0: Right. I'm thinking the seniors could like build themselves some nice mementos, remembrances of their of their time here at Snoo. I, I see this and as such a decorate possible. Decorate their hats. Yeah, yeah. I, I just yeah. see this as such a community building experience, and really I think is. that's got to carry over into the classes and other areas. We see that students who get involved in activities on campus tend to be happier more settled in and do better academically too That's amazing and this seems like something that can really contribute to that positive environment Yeah, completely agree
1: and um adding to your uh, comment on the articles with stress and uh lack of community sense of belonging we've um also partnered with wellness and we've started offering wellness wednesdays mm-hmm. which um it's just an open invitation to remind people that look just just come in, find out what it's all about. So last week, Chris from the Wellness Center was leading folks into making aromatherapy bottles. And this week it was stress ball. So um, we know this is a particular stressful time for uh, some people and you know, I invite you to come in and check out some of those activities. Watercolor painting, origami,
0: you
1: know, let us know what you want. <laughs>
0: What would you describe as the return on investment in, in the maker space? What are you bringing to the community? How are we getting our money's worth out of it?
1: Well, how do you put a price on uh, community? This is a, a place for a creative community building. People come here with no risk of failing. They are only here as some as an alternative to other programming that might take place in the pub. Um, So people that might not be comfortable going in there, they still have a a place in the community to come to. We do pop-up activities. I have popcorn.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's a popcorn machine in the corner. Can students just come in and make their own popcorn or do you make it for them? We make it during events. Okay. So you have to come to an event to get the popcorn. Okay. And
1: how we add to the community is we, aside from student staff and faculty walking in to work on as individuals, we. Support and work really closely with probably the majority of clubs on campus. Mm-hmm. You know, they come and they say, "Hey, we we have this cause that we want to, to work on." You know, "Hey, let's make some buttons." You know, or, or working on posters.
0: So that the would contri- contribute to the university's visibility in the community yes. too. Mm-hmm. We su-
1: we support um, all the RAs when they're uh, and show them how to make their door decks, um, wellness center. Uh, we partner with the uh, International Student Services for some of their events, either participating ourselves with, with being present for, like, On the Block is an annual event. Um, sometimes we attend. Sometimes we are just in the space and help them create things. We were did a mask-making event to support the international gala that just occurred. The Style event, but the Style Club just made a... Um, fashion show, a pop-up shop. They spent every Friday here Mm -hmm. for probably six weeks working on all of the objects that they were um, sharing at the pop-up shop. Uh, The Environmental Club is very active here so we we touch a lot of parts of the SNU campus community.
0: Sounds like you're doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes.
1: best job on campus. I think so, 100% we (laughs) do.
0: So if I asked you what your favorite part of working in the Makerspace is, could could you narrow it down? Who's your favorite child, right? (laughs) I think it's just watching the students come in
2: and be creative. I think that is so cool. Starting from like a school project of, oh, I just had to come in and make a button to I now want to make my significant other a gift that I made myself in the makerspace, and I'm going to completely make myself. That's just such a cool feeling for me to have, to see them grow creatively. That's definitely my favorite part.
0: And don't forget, kids, Mother's Day and Father's Day are coming up soon.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: just a hint.
1: Um, <laughs> We do a lot of cutting boards. On oh, the yeah. So that never stops being popular. I mean, I
2: just made one myself for above my stove. I Me mean, my fiance's stove, I mean, it now says the Say is Kitchen on it in nice, Italian. But yeah. yeah, I mean, you would have paid 50 bucks on Etsy for that. I got a little cutting board from, I think it was HomeGoods, it was $8. And then I engraved it here for free. Super cool.
1: My favorite part and Sal and the student workers, they always kind of smile and laugh when people come in and they ask. <laughs> Hey, I have an idea. What can you do? And I just love helping people Mm -hmm. brainstorm what their vision is. It's like, oh, you just, they don't realize when I'm asking them a lot of questions, they're answering their own project. So it's a very, it's a (laughs) a very Socratic process here. We don't, we ask questions for them to learn themselves. We aren't a production facility, although we've had people ask us to hem pants. Right. Which, so everybody knows that will never happen. <laughs> <laughs> but we're happy to show you how to use a sewing machine to come in and do that. The sewing machine is a very popular item. Oh, People's yeah. People repair things. So they learn, I can uh, learn
0: to expand my waistline for my ever-expanding <laughs> dad bod?
1: Yeah, Elastic. It's a wonderful thing. There we
0: go. <laughs> so, if there was one final thing you want students to know about the Makerspace, what would it be?
1: You're missing out. Or here. Yeah, you're missing out. If you mm-hmm. don't take the time to just walk through, you have to see all of the colors and just be curious. And if you want to know more information, check us out on Instagram at snhu.makerspace. Mm-hmm. And you'll see why we like being in here. All of the pictures we try to promote, just look at the joy in everybody's face. It's like they're all holding something that they made, mm-hmm. and that's just kind of tells, tells the story.
0: Well, great, thank you. So, you've been listening to Christine, Keenan and Salsaya from the Makerspace, which is located on the first floor of the SNU Library. Come in the front doors and just walk straight back and have a good time. I'm JB.